You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse and Maddie give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. Hi, this is Jesse with Voluntary Vixens, and I am here today with a guest co-host, Ryan Burgett. He is the uh, the host of Techno Agorist, and he and I are going to talk about a very controversial subject, more controversial than milk isn't healthy for you. <laughs> it's Disney, which I say that because my grandmother, when I told her that milk wasn't good for you, she was like livid with me for a year. I'm not even kidding. Really? The next most controversial subject that I've ever come across is that I don't like Disney. Oh, how dare you? And that makes people unfriend me on Facebook. (laughs) 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 And I think you've felt you've kind of felt that as well. Well, I've unfriended people because of Disney. So (laughs) yeah, who would have thought that not just simply liking something would make people mad? Oh, wait. Yeah, it's 2019. (laughs) So what I wanted to talk about to kind of go in more detail with you is just what is it exactly so that maybe people who don't get it can maybe hopefully understand why we don't like Disney as much as everybody else seems to. And then what maybe we can talk about how we as individuals can kind of protest with our dollars, which you've mentioned in your last podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with just some of the reasons why you don't like Disney very much? Well, you know, I've been following like the Jeffrey Epstein for a lot longer than most people. Because I listened to Alex Jones daily for years. And Alex Jones would talk about this fantastical sex island run by Jeffrey Epstein, where he would invite the Clintons and all the world's political and social and media elite to hang out with him for these fantastical sexual adventures with underage girls, primarily. All right. So, you know, did people actually pay attention during that time? No, they still called Alex Jones a loon. And of course, today, now the realities come out of what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. And, you know, people aren't giving Alex Jones credit for having called it, you know, decades before. But still, when this came out, I was watching closely. I said, wow, finally, the mainstream media is talking about this. Finally, this stuff is getting out. And then I saw the Project Veritas video. You've seen that, right? Yeah. The leaked hot mic. Seriously, this lady at ABC, she had the story years ago. She had it direct from an uh, from a girl's mouth, okay, who was molested, and she had the information on Jeffrey Epstein. She knew what was going on, what he was doing, what was happening, the connections to the Clintons, even connections to the Crown in Britain, and ABC wouldn't let her bring that. She wanted to. She wanted to bring this smashing big, you know, story. But they sat on it. They intentionally made her just hold it for years until this all came out now. And now ABC's, you know, more or less watching their tracks. They went to CBS in order to fire some girl who used to work, you know, at ABC, but doesn't now. And who knows if she even actually leaked it. They just wanted to punish somebody because heaven forbid the media actually let out this information. So, yeah, ABC, Disney, I have no love for them. Why would I? We know now that they were actively protecting Jeffrey Epstein. And that's disgusting. Yeah. So guess what? 
I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to give them money. Call me crazy. Tim Poole put something on Twitter just a couple days ago, which is this is what got me in trouble on Facebook because I just <laughs> reposted it. What he said, he's like, I'm not going to give Disney Plus a dime, you know, of my money until they release the story on ABC. I was like, that sounds like a fairly reasonable reason not to want to give a company their money right that's fair since disney owns abc and abc squashed the story and are just still sitting on it for three years and the way i see it is that's three years that that island was able to exist that girls young girls were being raped and abused and that was going on for three years and nobody did anything or and they knew all about it the whole time yep and maybe if we if we had known about this three years ago maybe something something could have happened that would have stopped it but we'll never know but what we do know is that <laughs> some disney executives have been you know involved in pedophilia yes and what we have heard for years is that e even others of the most higher ups in disney and other companies have you know been buddies with epstein and have visited his island and have been involved with that stuff so when you look at it in that in that sense it, it makes a little more sense why disney slash abc would you know, want to bury that story. Yeah. But yeah, back to Disney Plus. Why is it that a week ago, everyone's talking about, you know, after the Project Veritas video came out, everyone was talking about how evil ABC Disney was. How disgusting yeah. it was that they would hold a video. Can't believe that. That's horrible. That's awful. And then one week later, Disney says, hey, if you give us money, we'll show you movies. And suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I can now pay Disney to watch old Disney movies that I have already seen or a couple new shows whatever it's pointless it's like people forgot suddenly they love disney suddenly disney's the best thing ever i don't know maybe i'm just a, a little bit of a curmudgeon but i don't really get excited about watching children's movies anymore like i watch them for my kids but i literally am white knuckling it through every movie <laughs> so i i don't know I, I, I'm kind of like, like, I don't know if you, I know, I don't think you like Gavin McGinnis, do you? Oh, no, not a fan at all. He makes fun of these grown men who like wear Disney, like Disney t-shirts or like Superman hero t-shirts and they go to Disney by themselves and leave their kids and wife at home. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of how I feel about Disney, actually. It's really weird. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go to Disney, you are supposed to take your children. Right. If you enjoy it without your children, something's off about that. I'm sorry. And if that is how my listeners feel about it, I'm not trying to offend you, but it just feels off to me. I mean, to be fair, I know a lot of adults who go there, who go to Disney alone. Oh, I know. And they're not horrible people and they're not pedophiles. You know, <laughs> they, yeah. they just... They just wanna. They just wanna do that. There's this this weird draw for Disney. Those are the ones that get really upset. Like I cannot tell you how many times I remember. You know, remember when it was like everybody would say post your unpopular opinion everywhere online. Yeah. And I would say I don't like Disney, and I would get like, "What's wrong with you? Are you a monster?" You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know. I just don't care. But I don't care about a lot of like children's stuff like there's maybe like some movies that i watched when i was a kid that i will still watch again but i i look at it through an adult lens now and it doesn't it's not as magical as it was when i was a kid so i don't know maybe i'm just i'm too pessimistic <laughs> so for me to not like disney was not much of a leap that just is one more step for me to be like yeah i'm not gonna even spend money on it now for my kids you know right. if we if we want to get the movie i know how to get it 
without paying for it we'll just say exactly there are ways to get these movies without <laughs> paying disney for it so if you have the option of getting the movie without paying disney for it and you don't want to give disney money then you don't have to give disney money all as well <laughs> and I mean, my conscience is clear if I get a movie without paying Disney. My conscience would be far more triggered if I was giving Disney money for the same privilege. And I enjoy, like, the mm -hmm. Marvel movies. I really did get into those eventually. Took a while, but I they eventually caught a hold of me. And I enjoy those, but guess what? I'm not buying them from Disney. Just not happening. I do not want to give Disney my money. Call me crazy. I can't blame you on that one. And then on top of that, too, I remember this was probably about five or six months ago. There was an interview that... I don't know if you know who Bella Thorne is, but she was a she's an actress and she's oh the Disney actress yeah yeah she was a she grew like her career was growing up on Disney basically, and she talks okay. about it and we can put it in the show notes. There's, it's a really short clip, but she talks about just like from the age of like five until like sixteen, she was molested and abused, and all these adults saw it happening and knew it was happening, and nobody did anything. Crazy. She is a very odd character, but you know, when I'm looking at Corey Haim and Corey Feldman and all the things that they went through, also strange people. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, who else? Another one that I'm thinking of, and I don't think maybe she was a Nickelodeon kid. Um, Amanda Bynes. Do you remember her? Oh, you bet. Well, I'm older than you guys, so to <laughs> me, I was like, she's such a cute little girl and so funny. I like her. <laughs> she went off the deep end. Yeah, as soon as she got a little old. She, poor thing. I mean, and that just doesn't. I mean, if it was just one kid or like you know, it happened every so often, but have. Can you guys, like, seriously, audience, can you remember any time in your life that you have ever seen a child star come out of Disney or Nickelodeon where they just grew up normal and nothing weird happened? I mean, it's... Well, look at Miley Cyrus. It's too That's not much. Normal. Right. Whatever the heck she's doing. Yeah, something. I wonder what happened to her. I've often wondered that. Like, <laughs> golly. It's, it's too hard to avoid and ignore at this point. So, yeah, like you're saying, it's like, my hill to die on is pedophilia like that is my thing i have ch children it's a pretty good hill yeah for some it was milo yiannopoulos or it was john mccain when he died when they were like i can't stand to hear people be glad he's dead but my thing is pedophilia and i'm not going to get you know angry at you if you if you want to spend your money on disney i just will gently remind you that that's where your money's going and if you get mad at me about it, I guess you're going to get mad at me about it, you know? I mean, I'll judge a person personally. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm surprised that you would pick X, you know, issue. And you would say, I'm not going to Walmart because of the gays or something <laughs> weird like that, you know? But then you turn around, and you're like, oh, but I love Disney. And, you know, just, I mean, they're going to make money anyway. So what difference does it make if I pay them or don't pay them? That is a weird leap, in my opinion. That hurts me to, to hear people say things like that. It just weird. Like what you're saying, especially like with, um, I'm thinking of Chick-fil-A in particular. I actually know gay people that go and they eat at Chick-fil-A and they're like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll admit I'm not a fan of what they're doing, but their chicken is amazing. So I'm still going to eat their chicken. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? At least you're being honest. I appreciate that. And it would be nice if like these people, and I know, I know some people that, that do this like they're such huge fans of disney that they i mean that that 
and I'm, that has to be like their childhood was amazing because of Disney or something. And they they want it. They need it in their life, but they hate what it's spending their money on. And I'm like, I can at least appreciate the fact that you're acknowledging that you hate that you're doing it, but you're still going to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can at least. At least you feel bad about it. <laughs> but when you are like, don't judge me. And here are a list of things that you do that are hypocritical and I can't stand it. I'm just not. I'm just going to laugh react to that. And I'm not going to care what you think, because we all and let's just be real. We all do. We were talking earlier. We all do hypocritical things. It's just what are what is your hill to die on? What is your thing that you're willing to make the sacrifice for? We live in an imperfect world. Right. The fact is we couldn't live perfectly if we wanted to. We can't. So what we have to do is just make value judgments all day long, every day, based on our own consciences. That's the best we can do. If we if we tried to live completely perfect, you know, completely perfect in an imperfect world, I mean, it would kill us. We'd be miserable and depressed all the time because it's just not going to happen. So all that we can do is stay, you know, loyal to our own conscience and do what our conscience leads us. And in my case, I will, you know, go to these stores that other people don't want to go to for this or that reason, you know, Target mixed the boys and the girls uh, toys. I'm not going to Target anymore. Well, good for you. Whatever. I'm going to Target. <laughs> yeah. But Disney, these people are burying a story about a known pedophile and not letting this out there while their, you know, executives are visiting the guy and all this stuff. This is mm -hmm. crazy. No, I don't want to give that company money. Call me crazy, but that's my conscience. So I live in this imperfect world. I'm making that value judgment. Yeah. And, and here's another way for, I mean, for those of you who are like on the fence about things like this, I just, I've watched the documentary about Madeline McCann story on Netflix. One of the things that they were talking about is there's just a gigantic pedophile ring all throughout Europe. And because the EU exists now and you can just cross borders, it's just when you don't have to have a passport to cross borders anymore, it's really easy to traffic children all throughout Europe now, especially in port towns like the town that they were in in Portugal. They get all these kids coming in through Portugal and they can bring them, they can get them into Germany within a day. So I was just thinking about this one story in that documentary. This mother was looking for her son. He just disappeared one day and she was a poor woman like living in Portugal. They didn't have a lot of money, but they brought her to Geneva to look in this book. Apparently there's like this database of all these kids' pictures from various porn sites and stuff. And she actually found her son's picture in one of these databases. Man, that's heartbreaking. Exactly. Like you can sit there and you can do whatever you want with your money. But if I was like this woman and I was, and I found out that there was something like this happening and a story was buried for three years and my son or my daughter could have been saved, I would be just furious that people are just ignoring it and still giving their money away to these people. I'm just thinking about that that mom uh -huh. who okay she found her son in the database but they still can't find him anywhere and there, she knows the picture comes from a porn site where he was being exploited so it is heartbreaking and i'm sorry that i'm a debbie downer about it but that's how i feel about it and i think that maybe it helps put perspective to it well what we need to do is follow each of our consciences because each of our consciences push us in slightly different directions we can only stay true to ourselves. We can't judge ourselves by other people, okay? Because right. then we'll just end up going in a billion different directions. The best we can do is see what we need to do and do it. 
that reminds me of what, like, you know, libertarians are the biggest hypocrites because we still pay taxes. We still drive on the roads. What else do we do that we're not supposed to do? Like, <laughs> who knows? But um, use public water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like we can't help but be hypocrites, I guess, because we have to use this. This is the way this is the world we live in right now. Right. If we could change it, we would. But it's one of those things where if we tried to change it overnight, it would be a disaster. It has to be a gradual process, but we're also individualists. And so like you were just saying, if we each follow what is important to us, like for one person, it's going to be anti-war. For another, it's going to be anti-police force. For me, it's anti-pedophilia for sure, along with some other things. But there's always going to be, for each person, things that are more more important to them than others. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy, I think, for all of us in this movement, because we're all a little bit autistic. And so we're very legalistic at, this, at times. And we want to jump down each other's throat about why don't you think this is as serious as this? And we need to just like take a step back a little bit. But that doesn't mean we just keep our mouth shut so we don't offend people. Mm -hmm. I'm one of the few people I think that sometimes you need to be offended a little bit to think about stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of have to be jarred into thinking about it a little bit. Yeah. And that's not exactly a comfortable process. And this topic in general is not a, it's not a pleasant topic, but it needs to be discussed. As we, as we found, you and I were having a discussion on somebody's wall on the internet and they said, this is the kind of thing that should be discussed quietly in private messages. To which I went, oh yeah, really? This is the kind of thing, you know, talking about Jeffrey Epstein and these crazy pedophiles in the government and in the media and ABC squashing the story. Uh, this is pretty big to me. I think this is exactly the kind of thing we should talk about out in the open. And people are perfectly comfortable talking about other things like abortion out in the open. So we'll talk about abortion out in the open, but we'll but we won't talk about big companies hiding and protecting pedophiles. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, that's the kind of thing that should be out in the open. Come on. Well, and it's like, it's not just Disney or ABC. I mean, I'm thinking CBS is just as complicit in the situation as well because they fired that employee for just accessing the video. They have mm -hmm. no idea that she even you know dispersed the video to anybody else and shared it with, with James O'Keefe. What's even more disturbing about that is that they're more upset that that information got out than they are that they dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. There's no cleanup about, oh, we'll, we had a big story that could have saved countless numbers of women or young girls from being abused for years. But we just, you know, oops, our bad. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're just going to fire somebody to make it look like we did something, but we really didn't do any. We haven't really done anything. I mean, that's that's I think the thing that's killing me about Hollywood. And about the media, it's we want to demonize Trump so bad. And trust me, I don't like Trump, but we want to demonize him so bad that we're ignoring the bigger stories out there like this. <laughs> yeah. Look at just look at the things that the media will talk about. They'll talk about at this point anything other than Epstein or or ABC Disney covering this up. Or also like Michael Laney, former, you know, yes. vice president of Walt Disney, a guy who worked with Warner, worked with these other big companies. This guy was sent this year. Okay. I mean, how many people have even heard his name? Nobody. Okay. This guy was sentenced to 81 months in prison this year. Okay. For sexual abuse with a little girl. That's, that's disgusting. And this was a vice president for Walt Disney yeah. company, a former vice president for Walt Disney and other media companies like Warner. Let's talk about this. But I'm sure there's some, you know, stupid tweet that they'd rather talk about than, you know, this.
Yes, and the guy who I sent that video to you is Jamie Deluxe, and we're gonna I'm gonna definitely put that video on our show notes because he does a lot of covering on he he covers mostly Hollywood elites and sex abuse and drug abuse and things like that. He really covers a lot of that. Mostly it's like Hollywood stuff. It's not a lot of political stuff. But I think that what he's doing is extremely important. And I've noticed that since I've been following him for like, I've been following him for about half a year now. And in recent months, I've, I don't get any notifications on his videos. Thank you, YouTube. Yeah. So I started, you know, when I knew I was going to do this with you today, I started looking him up because I'm like, he has to have videos on Disney. I know I've seen him. And I started looking, I had to look for him because I couldn't find him in my notifications anymore so it's it's really deep how this they're they're trying to cover the story up and i think it's more telling that there really is something to what these people are saying because they're being silenced Mm -hmm. i mean i could give two craps about trump being impeached right now there's just way too much going on like honestly and look at hong kong too I mean, seriously, that that story is heartbreaking, too. Mm -hmm. So we really probably it would be nice if Trump could focus his energy on maybe doing some diplomacy in that area. But he has to deal with this stupid impeachment. Uh, I don't know. This goes back to kind of the living imperfect in an imperfect world, because you look at that, what's happening with Hong Kong. And the biggest part of me is just like, holy crap, what can I do? Yeah, and, I know. You know I've, I've given money to a GoFundMe or two just because it, it helps my conscience, even though I have no idea if the money's actually going to make it to them. It's like I have to do something. But then you know that, for example, China benefits from all of our importing from China. So mm-hmm. then you think, oh, well, so if I'm being consistent and I'm angry with China, I guess I should stop buying all Chinese imports. You know? But then, I don't know, you really can't do it. So it once again comes back to that, like, I don't know, it's frustrating. Life is frustrating. But the mm-hmm. few things that we can control, let's do it. Like, I can control whether or not I pay Disney money. So guess what? I'm not going to give them money. <laughs> I do the best I can. It's what we all do. And I think sometimes just doing what we're doing right now, just talking about it and putting it out there so other people can hear about it and look it up and re- do their research, it helps bring light to the situation. And that that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but not sorry. I hate that that phrase, but it's it, it's appropriate for this. I'm going to still <laughs> say, I'm going to talk about these things, but even though they make you uncomfortable because it needs to be said, it needs to be brought to light. And we should wrestle with these things. It's, yes. not, it's not the stuff that should be in the dark. Like we should wrestle with these things and we should, if once, once it's out in the open, then you can come to terms with your own conscience as to what you're going to do about it. If anything, if you possibly can. Yeah. And then maybe through that, maybe we can, you know, sometimes even just talking about it and bringing it out to light, it helps you work it out to where you maybe you can find a solution or find some kind of way that you can be involved in it more deeply. Mm-hmm. We, me and Maddie were just on a podcast with Fagcast, <laughs> and we were talking. I know every I laugh every time I say that. Right at the end, I was talking about how I really am looking for somebody to talk to about the Hong Kong protests. I'd really like for whoever's on the front line who sees it, who has firsthand experience with it, to come and talk to me about it, so that I can give them a voice and get that out there for America because the news is not covering it here 
in the United States. It just isn't. Yeah. And I have friends that live in China and Hong Kong, and they have a whole different perspective on what's going on because their media is Chinese government controlled. So they're more sympathetic to the Chinese police than they are to the protesters. Uh, so maybe well, like here. Yeah. But I'm thinking like if they are my friends, they'll listen to this podcast or I can link them to it and then they can maybe they can just just hear the interview and hear a different point of view. And maybe that will they can be part of the change that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. You never know, but you can't just, we as libertarians and we as, I mean, I know this one particular person is not a libertarian anymore because we're all hypocrites, right? <laughs> but if you're a conservative or you lean that way, we don't believe in silencing other people. We don't believe in shutting down conversation, even if you disagree. Mm -hmm. We believe in letting right. people have their voice and letting it be said and heard. So we have to practice that within our within our groups, you know, no matter how annoying. Right. We believe in nonviolence, nonviolent solutions like voting with our dollars. Mm -hmm. As in, I'm going to patronize this company. And you know what? I'm not going to patronize these people because my conscience doesn't let me. Yeah. It's, it's easy, as easy as that. There's other people who want to use the government to do it, as in the government should stop you know, pornography, or the government should stop this, or the government should stop that. If you're looking at government solutions, you're looking at violence at that point, because the government, all they have to use is violence. We as libertarians don't use that. So we take violence off the table. So then you have two options. You know, you can either just not care, mm -hmm. or you can just follow your conscience, patronize those you want to patronize, and don't patronize those you don't want to patronize, according to each and every one of our own consciences. That's all we can do. One of the things that, even if it's not about dollars, you know, it could just be about just putting the information out there and letting people kind of make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. I think that the big thing is, is that I think when you're a principled person, you already know what you find important in life. Mm -hmm. I think that, and I don't want to just whitewash everybody, but I do, I feel like a lot of libertarians or a lot of people who are anarchists and voluntarists, they are principled people because they... You can't come to this movement without having realized something that was wrong about both parties. So you've you've weighed all the options out and mm -hmm. now you have these principles. I think it does help bring people to our side when they see that we are principled and we are trying our best. Uh -huh. Just, you know, don't be so principled that you expect everybody to live in a farm without electricity or that you don't have a car because you don't want to drive on the roads right. or like you're going to scare people off with that. But well, and don't pretend that we're perfect. Yeah, I think that's you it. Know? We live the best we can, and we need to admit the fact that we each live as best we can based on our own consciences. That's the best we can do. We live imperfect lives in an imperfect world. All we can do is follow our own conscience. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of things. If you guys want to do some research, and it's hard nowadays, to be quite honest, because I really, I actually, when I decided I wanted to talk about this, I did a lot of research on Disney trying to find articles that I used to know were there and videos that I used to know were there. And it was a deep dive a bit. Yep. So it won't be easy. But if you are questioning about what we're talking about, I encourage you to do your research. Don't just take my word for it. I'm just trying to bring out what information I know. And that is something to me that is really important. There's probably other issues I think that other libertarians find important. And we'll bring them on the show to have them talk about those issues as well. I don't know. I'm sorry that pedophilia is not that fun to talk about but it needed to be said <laughs> i was gonna say we need to get cam to give us a really catchy title <laughs> something better than you know pedophilia and the evil you know media disney <laughs> i thought about calling it disney 
but then I was like, no, that's that's not good. That would that make it worse, <laughs> I think. But Disney is evil and you shouldn't give them money. Episode, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Real catchy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's why Cam makes does episode titles for me. <laughs> and Maddie's really good at it. She can think of something off the top of her head. Good. We can put some good links in here, like this Fox one I'm reading about, where I'm reading about Michael Laney, who went to prison. But like you said, it's amazing how thoroughly some of these websites have been scrubbed. Facebook, tons and tons of articles that I'd saved. They're just gone. YouTube, tons and tons of videos I used to watch regularly, just yeah. gone. Disappeared as if yeah. they never existed. And that's really disturbing to me, but it's reality there's i will share things on facebook that i shared two years ago and i'll get kicked off of facebook for a week or two or a month just for sharing something that's already on facebook mm -hmm. you're just not allowed to say some things or share mm -hmm. some things welcome to the to the world we live in it's it's really amazing i mean i think i've got i've been shadow banned on some of the things that i like i remember twitter i was just on this on a tear i was just putting out things and then like i had this one that was basically uh, i think it was one about disney and um i got like <laughs> one like and i was like okay i know what's going on yeah they just don't like it mm -hmm. the only way to especially with this topic and the only way to get these people to bring them to justice or at least to make it harder for them to do what they do is to spread this information and make them make the world aware of it mm -hmm. i know that sounds this sounds so clear cliche but just you know hug your kids at night and know where they are and just love them protect them so this doesn't happen to you mm -hmm. we're gonna end it here i guess anything you want to plug uh technoagoras.com everybody visit it listen to my show do the best i can also mlganetwork.com it's the network that Cam and I run. Voluntary Vixens is on there. It's our most popular show. So, yeah. Right. And, of course, you guys can reach us. If you have any ideas for shows, you can always reach us on Instagram at Voluntary Vixens, or you can email us at voluntaryvixens at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, but I'm not as active on Facebook. Sorry. But it's Voluntary Vixens. Yeah, you and your Instagram. I am getting more uh, active on t on Twitter. And we're, our name is a bit different on Twitter. It's Vixens Voluntary. Um, and we do have a Patreon, which we've got a couple dollars in there now, thanks to our new patrons. Yay. And that's at Vixens underscore Voluntary. And that's pretty much it, guys. So I'm just going to leave it with how Maddie ends it every time. Keep it sane, keep it peaceful, and keep it voluntary. Amen.